With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Neil Young celebrating Canadian Thanksgiving. Fine what I put it in there, land. Yeah. Thank you for that. Let's get Dylan Monson here. He uh, covers Iowa State at the Ames Tribune, amestrib.com. You can follow Dylan on Twitter, at Dylan Mont. Still to come this hour, we will recap the Chiefs with Nick Athen and talk college football as we go around college football, all the Power Five conferences uh, with Bama Bob. Dylan, Trenton, Ken, how are you? Doing pretty well. How about you guys? Doing fine. Let me ask you, did the... Um, did Matt Campbell's decision to go for two come up at all? And I say that uh, with maybe tap the brakes a little bit because I was I was I was dumbfounded when Doug Peterson went for two yesterday in the Eagles Vikings game that that didn't make sense. Apparently, analytics say that was the right thing to do. So maybe Matt Campbell had analytics on his side uh, to either go for two and make it a thirteen point game, kick the extra point, make it twelve, or fail and leave it at eleven. I didn't think that that was the right call when it happened. Was he asked to explain why he did that? You know what? I haven't gotten there yet, but it's it's been interesting because a few people have asked me the same thing. And the the only thing I can think of is, uh, you know, you go for two, you make it a 13-point game, and then if Oklahoma State ends up coming back, you hope for a blocked extra point or something like that. But I I think it's one of those things where you look at charts, you kind of assess the flow and feel the game and, and take it as a calculated risk and, you know, maybe some people think it's overthinking it, and it's certainly it's a risky decision just because of how quickly Oklahoma State can score and, and, and put pressure on you. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's one of those that we haven't talked about it yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if it comes up tomorrow. Uh, hard to talk about a negative in that football game to start with one, so shame on me for doing that, but I wanted to get your take on it. So let's go to the positives. There were so many. I mean, Brock Purdy is, uh, stands out, but, but once again, this defense um, just continues to... Quite honestly, we we should have never seen this at Iowa State. Lewis gets honored uh, with uh, Player of the Week honors. He was terrific. White was all over the field. Eisworth, um, Jaquan Bailey again. The defense taking Justice Hill away as they did uh, and holding him to fewer than 70 yards, that in and of itself is quite a feat because I'm not sure there's too many teams that have done this year, uh, that this year. How were they able to limit Hill uh, this past Saturday? Yeah, it was pretty amazing, and we even talked about Justice Hill on Friday, yep. just the kind of offensive weapon he is and all the different things he can do. But really, um, there were times it looked like he could get to the outside a little bit, but what they did a really good job of was containing the edges and really making them go inside. And um, that three-man front at times uh, was really effective. And I just think the way um, their linebackers have been able to play has certainly helped with um, Orion Vance, I think, coming in and have another really nice game. Uh, Jaquan Bailey, I think, is a guy, obviously, we've talked about a million times, but I think his numbers maybe don't look like what they could just because I think a lot of teams have tried to 
uh, double team him and, and really um, that's opened up things uh, for everybody else. So uh, really kind of a collective effort. Brock Purdy, the biggest story of the day. And uh, take us into it, the decision, how they kind of got to the point. We've been hearing his name rumbled about, maybe even Real Mitchell at times, and we were waiting for it. What kind of led to this point and just his ability to run the football coupled with the throw, what it did for the offense? Yeah, I think that was kind of the thing that really um, they had been waiting for was to see uh, if they could add another dimension to it because Oklahoma State, um, Mike Gundy and Jim Knowles even said after the game that uh, they really hadn't prepared for a running quarterback all week. So I think um, it took them time to adjust to it. And obviously, I think it was a little bit of both of, of them not being really ready for it, but Purdy executing really well. And yeah. I, I think just the kind of swagger that he had um, with some of that, too, was, was really big. There was the one play, it was his touchdown run. Um, he, he rolls the outside, kind of looks off to, I think, um, it might have been Tariq Milton. Uh, I can't remember exactly who it was, but he does a little pump fake, head fake, and then cuts it upfield. And uh, that's just something that um, Kyle Kemp hasn't really given and as, as much as he does well. Um, that's not really part of his skill set. And that no one, um, it's, it's not really him either. So I think um, Purdy just adds a whole other dimension to it. And um, it opens up things for the running backs, too. Uh, I think you saw Kanae Nwongu have a, a nice little day. And, uh, Sheldon Crony did a couple nice things too, so I, I think it just kind of um, spreads teams out a little bit more and, and can kind of um, just add new uh, wrinkles to to what they want to do offensively and expand the playbook and and a little bit more of what Matt, Matt Campbell can call offensively. Certainly was their day. I mean, they're due to catch some breaks on the road. Uh, Taylor Cornelius, as you saw, <laughs> hit Wallace in stride. He had a couple of steps on PV, goes right through his hands. Admittedly, a tough catch that far down the field. Um, and then even at the very end, right when they needed to get the onside kick, who's the guy that's out there? Is the six foot six receiver uh, in Hakeem Butler, and that's the guy you want to be in that spot. Um, but just just a remarkable Big Twelve football game and a massive road win overall when you dissect it. Yeah, and I've seen a couple people criticize it as the, the no defense thing, and there were a lot of points, but I think both teams really, um, if you kind of dissect it a little bit and look into some of the defensive numbers, Iowa State had, I think, 16 tackles for loss and seven sacks, and Oklahoma State was right. able to get uh, pressure at times, too, and certainly, um, you know, that first series was that no one was able to bring a lot, but all around a, a really solid game and, and entertaining, and I think that's, that's what you like in football is to kind of see back and forth and, and some, some big plays happen. So uh, really, really kind of a, a neat day for, for Iowa State, certainly, but um, uh, a, lot of, a lot of things to, to watch and pay attention to. Well, now uh, I'll look forward, and we'll do that more with you coming up, of course, on Friday when we talk. But West Virginia, the best team in the Big 12 right now? Ken thinks so. Where are you with the Mountaineers? Yeah, I think you've got to say right now uh, they are. They've, they've had dips at times, but I think overall they've been the most consistent team. Um, they struggled, obviously, a little bit with turnovers against Kansas, but they were able to put that game away no problems. So I think um, just the way they've kind of gone about things with Will Greer and David Sills and kind of the offensive weaponry they've had, um, it, it's been impressive. And then I think their defense has been able to do enough at times to, to really kind of help that offense outrun teams. So uh, it, it'll be a tough challenge um, for this group, but I think um, you know, we've kind of talked about this early part of the schedule that's kind of being the capper to that. I think um, I would say they've seen a lot of different types of teams and 
um, some different strengths, and, and certainly with the way the defense is playing right now, it, it should be kind of a fun uh, uh, matchup to see and, and close, and I think that's kind of what um, Iowa State's made a tay on it, is playing those close games and, and giving themselves a chance at least. Dylan, we have 20 seconds left. Did uh, D- David Montgomery come up on the uh, teleconference earlier today with Coach Campbell? Yeah, it sounds like he's still a little bit day-to-day. Um, they're going to kind of play out the week. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't play again. Um, and they just kind of reset him and have him ready to go after the bye week for that last run. That would make sense. Dylan, we will uh, talk to you on uh, on Friday. You get to stay home this week. We'll catch up with you on Friday. We will preview West Virginia, Iowa State, 6 o'clock on Saturday night. Thank you, Dylan. Yep, thanks, guys. Take care. Yeah, good to talk to Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune. Amestrib.com, Amestrib.com. Follow Dylan on Twitter at Dylan Mons. The reason I gave you that face during this, yeah. Chad Leistikow just tweeted, you know who's got the play-by-play of the Iowa-Indiana game on Saturday? One Beth, guess. Beth Mullins. Ding. Uh, and then their next two games, I believe, are on ESPN2. Might be here in the next no, couple. No, 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 come on. Man, I'm not lying to you. The Deuce. Thanksgiving. You're not thankful for Beth on the call? <laughs> we'll come back. Uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt uh, Nick Athen will be here next. Trent and I will talk about a really big win, Trent Conan, for this Kansas City Chiefs sure. team who continued. <laughs> how much? How many segments did we kill May, June, even when the schedule came out? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Chiefs' unfair schedule to begin the season. That's I, not they, fair. If they get two and four. Right? That might be uh, an accomplishment. Would you sign for three and three? Oh hell yeah, I'd sign for two and four. Ooh, yeah. Here they are, unbeaten. Off they go to the Patriots. And the following week, the Bengals. That's not going to be easy. No. Trent and I will talk to Nick Athen. He's coming up next. Trent and I take you till two. It's the Ken Miller Show on seventeen hundred KBGG. <laughs> Your home and away voice for UNI football, 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit komengreateriowa.org slash dmrace to get registered today looks like we have another contestant for russian roofer roulette place your bet choose from unmet expectations we overpromise and under deliver or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils let's log on to google and play i'm ryan johnson owner of right roofing before you play russian roofer roulette give us a call Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. 
That's 729-0770. Or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Welcome back. Thank you to Dylan Montz uh, for uh, coming on here and checking up on Iowa State after Matt Campbell's teleconference today. Uh, coming up, we'll get to Bama Bob as we'll recap the weekend in college football, but we do this every week at this time. Let's recap the Chiefs. The Chiefs play here, home and away all season long, including next Sunday night as they travel to New England to take on the Patriots. What a matchup that was going to potentially going to be. Although, Nick, to be fair... 
We said the same thing about yesterday. Jacksonville, best defense in the league. Uh, Chiefs are finally going to be tested. Uh, right. If they were, Nick, they passed with flying colors. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, uh, we did say. I think we pretty much said that every week. You know, yeah, at so. Denver, at, at Pittsburgh, home at you know at Los Angeles, uh, San Francisco. I mean, we just kept. You know, we keep raising. The, I don't know if we're raising or lowering the bar at this point. It's a five and zero start. Not something I would have predicted. Uh, Chiefs are in great shape in the AFC. They're in great shape in the division. Even if they, they lose this weekend in New England, um, which I am I am predicting will happen. Oh. I need to get that out of the way up in front early. Um, I just think uh, I think it's a it's a much more important game for New England than Kansas City. But if Kansas City wins it, they're in the driver's seat for the AFC. No question about it. Interesting. Already jumping in with that. You know, Nick, uh, to the game yesterday, it was bad Bortles. And uh, the, the throw off his offensive lineman's helmet. Four picks. Four picks. Right. He, he threw for a lot of yards, but it, it was a right. bad Bortles performance. In a game like that, is there a part of you is like, well, we can't read too much into this because the guy we see in the playoffs might be completely different, and that defense is going to be different too. I mean, how, how much do you want to read into this game just because of the play of Bortles? Well, I mean... You know, he's never been a great quarterback, and, and quite honestly, he did a remarkable job at the end of last year. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that, uh, you know, he deserves respect for, you know, going to the FC Championship game and they're one quarter away from going to the Super Bowl. So, at the end of the day, you know, he still has a better cast around him. He's got the top-rated defense in the league. Uh, but, you know, he just imploded under the pressure, and, and, and that's not pressure that we thought was coming. You know, to have, what, five turnovers and several sacks and, and for this defense to play, even though they were subtracting players as the game went along defensively, either with stupid penalties, uh, ejections, or injuries. But, you know, he's still an NFL caliber quarterback. He's still one of the highest state quarterbacks in the NFL. And at the end of the day, if the Chiefs did something that uh, they needed to prove all season long, that if they get to a quarterback, they can create uh, turnovers. And so I give them props for it. So uh, um, now, is that going to be the case this weekend? No, but, you know, the Chiefs have had success against all the quarterbacks they faced so far this year in certain stretches of the game. This was the only time, despite the fact that he threw over 400 yards, um, you know, they bent, but they never really broke. And uh, you got I think you have to give them props for this effort. Hmm. Uh, Nick, uh, this, this was an early game, as you know, so I was going down uh, with the, the Broncos ship over on another station, and this was – I didn't see – uh, a ton of the Chiefs, so help me out with this one. How did Mahomes look yesterday? Did Jacksonville's defense do anything to confound him? He didn't throw a touchdown pass for the first time, I think, this year. couple of picks. Um, right. was, what, what kind of game uh, did Mahomes have? Did the defense confound him, confuse him potentially at times? Yeah, I think they did. I mean, I think I, I think he's having a hard time at home a little bit. I mean, let's, let's be honest. He had over 300 yards. He had the rushing touchdown. You know, he, he, he made some throws that, you know, human beings just can't make. You know, but he also did a couple of things. He overthrew, uh, you know, uh, one pass that got intercepted, and the second was just, you know, trying to force something that wasn't there. Uh, but he also had two touchdowns. He would have had two touchdowns. Had uh, one Sammy Watkins run the right route and Tariq Hill on another potentially. Um, so, you know, those things happen. It's still, it's still a learning curve and an evolution, but uh, they definitely stopped him you know, quite a bit in times, but he was also spectacular. And the key was, you know, getting the ball to Travis Kelsey. They didn't seem to have an answer, you know, to stopping him. So he was able to do the things that he does, and he still, you know, was one of the best players, if not the best player on the field that uh, yesterday, 
despite the fact that he didn't have, you know, you know what we accustomed to seeing in the first uh, two to three games. There was one throw he had Tyreek Hill sprinting up, and he threw the ball yep. incredibly far away. But it looked like he was disappointed that he didn't get all of it on, on that underthrow there. Is there going to be a time we're going to see him throw at 80 yards? <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it seems like it, it's got to be that arm, right? Right. Well, it, that's the thing. On that, on that play, he didn't step into the throw. Yeah. That was all arm strength. <laughs> had he thrown, had he actually put a plant, a plant, his plant foot forward and ejected the ball a little bit at a different angle, that would have been a touchdown. I mean, that ball would have been in the end zone. I mean, so it's just like you, you watch this kid and you marvel it. And, you know, he's got that YouTube video. I think he threw the ball with 70, 80 yards on his knees. So, I mean, it's an incredible arm, the arm strength. I mean, Lloyd's of London needs to be insuring that arm yes. for him. Uh, if Lee Steinberg hasn't done that yet, I'm going to mention it to him next time I talk to him. But, um, you know, he's just a remarkable uh, athlete. And, and, again, I mean, we are, we're not even barely scratching the surface of his potential. If somehow he gets to achieve the AFC Championship game this year and he doesn't win it, he is still so far ahead of where I thought he'd be at this point. Um, that, you know, anything that happens this year is just an absolute bonus because next year, this team, because they're going to have about 45 to 60 million in cap space, is going to have a real defense. Mm. And that's going to make this team really scary. That is, uh, that is a frightening concept for a guy <laughs> who roots for another team in that uh, division. Nick, last thing for you. Uh, Duvernay Tardif yep. broke, uh, broke a bone uh, in, in his leg. Uh, not right. season ending, but how big of a concern him and Schwartz, I think they really form a terrific tandem over on the right side of that line. How much will they miss the Canadian doctor? I think they're going to miss him quite a bit. He's, a, he's their mauler. You know, I mean, there's some technique issues that he's still learning, and it's a good thing he has Schwartz by him to, to kind of cover up. But, you know, he, he fractured his uh, tibula. Um, my understanding is he's not going to miss the season. He will be back. You know, maybe December would be a good target date for that. Um, so the next guy has to step up, whether that's going to be someone on the roster or Brett Beath, as we know, you know, who would have had their old Thomas trade done had it not been for that injury. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they may be scouting today looking for a trade. Um, and see if they can find another offensive lineman because I am I am convinced now, regardless of what happens this week, you know, with the trade deadline coming up the end of October, that Brett Beach is not going to sit back and wait for this opportunity or this window to be missed, um, you know, to ride everything out. Well, uh, congratulations, uh, credit to you. You were the first on that Earl Thomas uh, piece of info that I had. So whatever Thank source you. gave you that, uh, you need to keep mining that one, Nick. That that That's a keeper, that one right there. We'll talk to you next I've week. I've had that one a long time. That a boy. Right. Uh, we will recap Sunday night football as the Chiefs look to extend their winning streak to six in a row. What a start, Nick Athen. Thank you. All right, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, Appreciate good to it. talk to you. Nick Athen, ChiefsBlitz.com. Follow him on Twitter at Chiefs Insider. Didn't see this coming, Trent. We talked about that start of the season, those first six games, now seven with Cincinnati, who's right up there at the top of the AFC North. Um, What a start. Sunday night football, it's not going to get any better. It's massive, isn't it? This week of football is setting up really good, both college and NFL. There's some highly compelling games. It's that time, though, right? October? Mm -hmm. It's the best month on the sports calendar, Trent Condon. It's hard to disagree. Very hard to disagree with it. I'm hearing a lot of March love from those people that believe that March was the best month. They're pretty quiet right now as they watch baseball and football and all the other stuff that's coming together, converging to make it the month that it is. See, April is my second favorite month. 
You get the Final Four mm-hmm. right into the Masters. Masters. Start a baseball season. Baseball's underway. NFL draft. NFL draft. It's a it's a needle mover. It is. I love it. But nothing can beat this. No, no. The playoffs and MLB and just yeah. we're finally seeing teams play good teams in college football week in a week out conference mm-hmm. games. It just yeah. So good. No doubt. We'll take a time out. We'll get Bama Bob in here. We'll recap it. Bama joins us next. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here until 2. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, 2822 East 29th Street, Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Back with Bama Bob on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. The ARL Second Chance Ranch is a safe haven for horses rescued from abuse, neglect, and abandonment. It is also a temporary home for other barn animals waiting for new, loving families. Join us at the main event on October 12th as we celebrate all the barn animals that are currently in our care and all those that have found new homes. Dance along to live music while enjoying dinner among the horses at the ARL's barn and arena. Get your tickets at arl-iowa.org slash main event. Hey there, I'm a glue stick, so I have one job. I glue kid stuff. So sorry for being jealous of Geico, who does a ton more, like give you 24-7 access to thousands of licensed agents. And Geico has been around for over 75 years and has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. While I've just got mediocre adhesive skills, Geico also has an award-winning mobile app. Uh-oh, arts and crafts time. No eating the glue stick. Miss Lydia! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Did you know breast cancer kills 113 people every day? That's unacceptable. African-American women die from breast cancer nearly 41% more than Caucasian women. That's unacceptable. Breast cancer is the leading cause of all cancer deaths for Hispanic women. Breast cancer is unacceptable. Together with Susan G. Komen, we're committed to reducing U.S. breast cancer deaths by half. And we're going to do it by 2026. Visit Komen.org slash unacceptable. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian roofer roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations. We overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof 
proving right. Right, proving. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Welcome back. Thank you to Nick Athen, who joined us as we take uh, took a look back at uh, the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs. Let's talk some college football with us, uh, shall we? Alabama Bob's going to join us. In fact, he's here right now. We'll take a look at the Power Five conferences, get our top four, uh, our playoff teams as we uh, come out of another weekend of college football. Bama, Trenton, Ken, uh, good to talk to you. Before we get into that, I want to ask both of you this question. Closer to being back, Texas, Florida, or is there another school I'm not thinking about? Closer to being back. Bama, you first. Uh, wow, that's a good question. I am I would lean Texas right now um, simply because you look at kind of the quote-unquote body of work. They've beaten USC. They've beaten TCU. they beat Oklahoma. Um Thankfully for them, Maryland's off the schedule next year. <laughs> yeah, really? So, I um, I mean, it's really close. I, I like what Dan Mullen's doing yeah. down in Florida. Good win over LSU. Um, tougher conference, maybe. I don't know. Um, I would lean Texas. But both of them are, look, great recruiting bases. So, I mean, you know, if, if Mullen ever does get that, we all know how fertile Florida is. And with Florida State on the decline and, you know, Miami kind of, you know, middling, um, they could get there too. I'd lean Texas. Trent Condon. I think that's the right answer. If these two teams played on a neutral site this Saturday, mm. 
I might even take Florida, but they have to overcome the SEC. Not only Georgia in the East, then if they get past that, then it's Alabama in the West in the championship game. So because of that, I think the answer closer to being a national title contender I think it's Texas because of that reason. Uh, Let's go take a look at the Power Five conferences, boys. We start in the ACC, uh, and we'll start with you, Trent Condon. What did you learn this week about the ACC, if anything? Well, Louisville's awful. Yes. We knew that going in with Georgia Tech seemingly doing whatever they wanted against that defense. They literally did, Trent. Paterino is going to be out. Mm -hmm. Let's get uh, Brom. 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 Brom? It's Brom. Brom, yes. It's Steve Prom. It's Jeff, Jeff Brom. Brom. Yes. Yeah. And, and I screw it up every single time. Let's get him back out of the Big Ten. He can go back to home ah, to his alma mater in Louisville. I like your thinking. And we can make Purdue not be relevant anymore. But, I mean, Louisville, Petrino, it's, it's obviously not working there. After uh, the graduation of Lamar Jackson, there will be a coaching opening at Louisville, and they spend money there. Mm. What did you learn, Bama? Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not so sure there will be an opening, and I think the Lamar Jackson one-year excuses is why. Um, there, I'm not saying there won't be. I would say I'd be a little bit surprised, and, and you know, he's got to find somebody to replace him because you're right, they're awful. Um, I learned that you know really nothing mattered this past week, but um, and we got a bye week. But man, I cannot wait for two weeks when NC State goes to Clemson. Yes, um, that game all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I know Clemson ran all over Wake Forest impressively. Uh, my sleeper game was BC and NC State, and it mm-hmm. turned out to be a pretty good one. Yep. Um, man, those are two pretty good teams. Uh, I would love for that game to be in Raleigh, uh, and it's not. So if you give Clemson the advantage. But really, to me, you know, Florida State, Miami, you know, played a pretty good game that mm-hmm. nobody knows, which is crazy uh, with those two programs. But yeah, I mean, it's. For me, it's uh, I can't wait for two weeks when NC State goes to Clemson. So I think that's going to be for the Atlantic, obviously. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, Clemson uh, certainly opened some eyes, and for those people that were they may be on the edge a little bit, getting ready to jump off that bandwagon, they laid a licking this week, no doubt about it. To the Big Twelve boys, uh, Bama, you first. What did you learn about the Big Twelve? Well, you know, we just talked about Texas. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they're back yet, but again, you have to give them credit. That was a great game. Uh, Oklahoma almost came back and nipped it, mm-hmm. uh, but but too big of a deficit to overcome. Very surprised that uh, um, Mike Stoops is out of a job after really two games, but you could kind of see that come. That was an awkward relationship. Yes, probably between uh, Lincoln Riley and him. You know, with 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 his brother retiring, he kept him on for a year, mm-hmm. but you know, maybe a change was needed. Maybe it wasn't. I. Still think West Virginia is the best team in that conference. I've kind of been on them all year. We'll know their. I mean, their schedule's backloaded. I mean, they really the, the best one they've got so far is uh, over Texas Tech and Lubbock. Um, but man, boy, they they have a brutal run to end the season. And I don't know what's wrong with Oklahoma State. I thought that team would be in there, and they may still make some noise, but um, they're not. I, I, you know, again, like Lamar Jackson mattered. At Louisville, uh, I think Mason Rudolph matters mm-hmm. in Oklahoma State. No doubt about that. Yeah, the West Virginia Iowa State names this week six o'clock kick. What'd you learn, Trent? Iowa State's got a quarterback. Yes, we talked do. about it earlier and head scratching. Why? Why are they trying to put Purdy in there for serious? Well, there's a reason behind it. I guess Matt Campbell maybe knows a little bit more about football than I do. Yeah, and just the just the threat to run the ball and and, and extend plays like that. It was. Um, it was it was eye opening. Here's what I learned. I'm with Bama on West Virginia. I thought Oklahoma 
I've, I've thought it all year that Oklahoma doesn't look invincible to me. Uh, it's a huge win for Texas. Texas is clearly on their way back if they're not all the way back. West Virginia's final four games, Bama, you touched on it, at Texas, TCU, at Okie State, home to Oklahoma. Going to be a gauntlet. So is this week's game, uh, Iowa State hosting West Virginia. That, and I think West Virginia, honestly, because there's a lot of, Oh, I don't know if there's a lot of, but there's some chatter out there that, you know, not the most impressive win this past week. Well, they played Kansas, and I think they were at home, and they were kind of looking at it as a breather uh, before they get into that. Uh, I'm going to cut them some slack. I still think West Virginia is the best team uh, in that conference. Let's move to the Big Ten, boys. Uh, Trent Condon, you're up first. Big Ten, either one of the divisions. What would you learn? Uh, The Wisconsin Badgers are not what we've seen the last couple of years. This this is not a great defense. There was an opportunity a couple mm, weeks back. There was. It was a missed opportunity. Yep. The Badgers more than likely still are going to be in Indianapolis, but whoever they play, I don't see them giving them a great game. I, I think this is, I mean, the divide is even greater than we've seen in the past between the East and the West. And the East has always been a step up. Now it's maybe two or three steps up. Although the crossover games, Illinois beat Rutgers. <laughs> right, right. Got that Northwestern in the back Michigan State. Uh, that, that was a nice win for Northwestern. Your mm-hmm. thoughts, Bama? Yeah, I'll start with there. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with Michigan State. Again, good for Northwestern. Mm-hmm. But that's a team that just seems to be kind of, I don't know, rudderless, going through the motions, you know, average, mediocre, whatever you want to call it, you know. You talked about Rutgers. I mean, how excited is the Big Ten that they have added that mm-hmm. pathetic football team? I mean, they've lost to Illinois and Kansas this year in football, not basketball. Right. Um, if you saw some shots, I read a little recap of that, and if you saw some shots of that stadium, it was maybe a third full. Um, you know, Chris Ash, they're down 31-14 to 14 with five minutes left. At the Illinois 2, he kicks a field goal. And, you know, what was left of the fans leave. I mean, that that is just that is a pathetic program. That was a terrible move by the Big Ten to just try to draw in the New York market or whatever. Nobody up there cares about college football. It's an all-NFL market and pro market. Um, I just think – and now you got – you know, you got a Rutgers to Nebraska trip. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, it was a dumb move at the time. I didn't get it, and it's just panned out to be awful. Indeed, it has. Here's what I'll recall. Hopefully, I'll recall next year when it comes time to doing our picks because Indiana plays Ohio State close seemingly every year. Mm-hmm. They're in this football game seemingly every year. Ohio State pulls away, but for whatever reason, the Hoosiers and the Buckeyes play really competitive games. The Northwestern Michigan State game to me was uh, probably the biggest um, takeaway from this weekend. Uh, Northwestern needed this game bad. I'm with you, Bammy. Just what is wrong with Sparty? The Sparty yeah, was getting good. a ton of love on game day. I don't know if you watch game day this week, but there was a ton of love for Sparty as a legitimate dark horse in the East. Uh, that that hot take uh, didn't have a very long shelf life. So that was my takeaway. Um, Trent, you were at the, as we talked about early, Iowa-Minnesota game for mm-hmm. those people that may be just joining us now. Do you have an idea, split-wise, fans in the stadium? Was it 30-70? I mean, 70-30 yeah. Minnesota fans? That's probably fair. Mm-hmm. They were uh, awful quiet. I like to help them out a little bit. Every every time I would make a big play, I asked uh, you know the guys around me who hates Iowa, and they they champ back to me. So I was helping the Gopher fans in uh, in section one twelve. No, how can you be excited about a program like that though? Yeah. I mean, you 
A lot of youth on the field. That's 50 the one years thing. of the same story. I know. But there's young guys on the field. Well, yeah, there's been young guys for the last 50 years on the I, field. Seemingly more this year. I get what you're saying. Yeah. No. Pac-12 conference time, boys. Uh, who's up first? Trent, you go ahead with a hot take on the Pac-12 from this week. Colorado keeps winning. That's... Wasn't a dominating nope, performance by, against by Arizona enemies. State, but they got it done. And mm-hmm. one other thing, UCLA is awful, but mm-hmm. they are getting better. They were in that game in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. They had an opportunity. And who do they have this week? They got a big game this week. Uh, they have Cal coming in. That's it. UCLA. Thought, yeah. Maybe it's two weeks. Anyways, but um, they're they're getting better. Mm-hmm. Chip Kelly knows how to coach football. Mm-hmm. Just going to need time. It's a completely different system. What he's trying to do. With well, his athletes, doesn't right. have his brand of player right. there, style of player, the speed that he needs. Absolutely, Bama, your takeaway. Well, it's right hit on both of mine. Um, you know, again, under the theme, quarterbacks matter. You know, uh, Josh Rosen going mm-hmm. out for Arizona. It's kind of the, uh, you know, the whole Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, method, and and um, you know, it, it's. I don't know what's right. They shouldn't be zero and five. I understand it takes time. I understand that you know maybe there were some issues there, whatever. They should not be zero and five. If you're if you're Chip Kelly, you have to be a little better than that. The other thing. Uh, you know, man, I, I'm all over. I am all over Colorado. I just, I, I love that team. The Montez to Chenault combination again: 13 catches, 127 <laughs> receiving yards, and two touchdowns. And oh, by the way, they might. Now I know. Listen, I know against them. Um, you know, not a great opponent, but Tavon McMillan, uh, 30 carries, 100 and what, 35, whatever it was, yards on the ground. I mean, look, this, this. Their next two games, guys, they're on the road at USC and at Washington. Um, I don't know if they're good enough to win both of those. I hope they are. I, here's what I hope happens. I hope they beat USC, not because I really have a rooting interest, but I'd love for that Washington game to somehow make its way into something other than a 9.30 or you know, central, right. central kick time on ESPN2. I'd love for that game to be a showcase for the Pac-12 in prime time. Would love it if ABC could, could grab it. I don't know what's on the schedule the week after next. They probably won't. There'll probably be something else. But um, I, I would really like to see that, not only for the conference, but for both those teams and particularly for Chenault to get his due credit because that guy is an absolute stud. Uh, that not a lot of people are hearing about right now. And before that, this week we get Washington at Oregon, which will be uh, yeah, so next two weeks for exactly. Washington. I mean, it's yeah. they win both of these. Maybe they're a team with one loss that can get back in it. I'm with you. Um, my big takeaway, uh, Mike Leach has got a nice football team. They're 5-1 and one right now. That uh, USC, that close loss, going to come back to bite them perhaps. And Stanford's now lost two straight. Know how they miss Bryce Love when he's not on the football field. Those are my takeaways. Uh, Bama, you're up first in the SEC. What would you learn? Well, I, learned, I, I don't know if I learned anything. I guess it just confirmed what maybe I thought. Uh, Auburn's a fraud. Um, yep. yep. You know, they, when they can't run, they can't. They they make they're the worst power five team that's you know a ranked power five team, if you will, at making adjustments. Now they got a couple a couple of tough video calls that went against them. I understand that, but the bottom line is Mississippi State had one guy that you know Nick Fitzgerald runs for twenty eight. 28 carries for a quarterback, 195 yards, two touchdowns. Auburn, that vaunted defense, couldn't stop him. They knew it was coming, and they still couldn't stop it. 
They're horrible on offense. There was talk of Stidham winning the Heisman Trophy this year. He's been terrible. Um, the defense, I think, finally kind of gave up a little bit. And, I mean, they've got Georgia and Alabama still on the schedule. They'll probably beat Tennessee at home, but you watch that game. Auburn and Tennessee is an 11 o'clock kick on the SEC Network. That tells you where both wow. these programs are. And I bet there will be 20,000 empty seats in that stadium. LSU, Joe Burrow finally struggled in a yep. tough environment. Um, and I don't know what the hell to say about Alabama and that, that offense. So, listen, they, they, there's still a few warts if you want to talk about being a perfect team. They're not a perfect team. Boy, they're close. But, dear God, I don't know how you're going to slow them down. The defense will get better, as it usually does. I think My guess is Nick Saban's going to probably be a little more hands-on. Got a good quarterback coming to Tuscaloosa this week in Drew Lott. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you're going to stop them. I just don't. Two of ten completions out of 13 attempts, 334 yards, four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could literally, Ken, I would love them to see put on the gas for four quarters because I swear they would scare 100 points out of somebody. <laughs> Trent Condon? Speaking of that, is Alabama going to go through this until the SEC championship game without playing a four-quarter game? Uh, well, Iron Bowl, we thought might be that game, but as Bama just said, and I agree with you, Bama. LSU can't score to keep up with him. Uh-uh. That thing's got over by the middle of the third quarter. Mississippi all over. State at Tennessee is going to be a picnic. Mississippi State can't throw the football. No. It, it just. I think the answer is yes, Trent. I Twelve do. consecutive games where they they have nothing to play for in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. I think it's a real possibility. Mm. That's my biggest takeaway. Wow. And keep betting them first half like I told you last week. <laughs> Money in the bank. Yes. My biggest takeaway, early in the year, about week two, we talked about the best offensive player in college football nobody would, uh, nobody's ever heard of, and that's Chenault at Colorado. I think the best offensive player guys, and there's a bunch of them, maybe this is unfair, kind of hyperbolic a little bit. Josh Allen at Kentucky. I love watching this kid play. Off the defensive end, he's big, he's six foot five. He is figuring it out, boys. This is an NFL star in the making. And Josh Allen, I know the other Josh Allen, that QB gets all the ink that's now plying his trade in Buffalo. But this kid for the Wildcats, and boy, you know, I watched that entire game, boys. I watched it start to finish on Saturday night. Uh, I was really into Texas A&M and Kentucky. I was pulling for Kentucky. They just they got to overtime, and they just stunk the joint out in their overtime possession. Just bloody awful. I'll not touch the ball in overtime again. It's crazy. I don't get and it. They did, my understanding, and, and I didn't see as much of it as you did, unfortunately. Um, I watched a good bit of it. I watched a good bit of the replay yesterday on the SEC Network. They didn't run a snap in Texas A&M territory. I know it. Think about One that. Think how hard that is to do. And they got the game to overtime. Yes. And, uh, I, listen, they may not win the East. They probably won't. Uh, they got the big game with Missouri coming up which we talked about, all they need is a split. Now they need to win that game. And, you know, maybe Alabama softens them up through lock up a little bit for them. But uh, if they can, they can get that game against Missouri, then, you know, who knows against Georgia. But, yeah, um, fun game. I mean, that Stoops has got that team. He's, they're legit. They really are. They're, gonna, they're, they're a tough, tough football team. Let's do top four, boys. If the playoff is up to the us three, uh, how would we see it after this week? Trent, you first. Uh, number one and two stays the same for me. It's still Alabama-Georgia. I think there's a clear delineation between them. I put Notre Dame third, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think they. there's other teams I'd probably take over a neutral field, but what they've accomplished, they deserve to be there. Now, you've got two good teams. One of them is going to be left out. I think that's going to be the dilemma all of us have here. I'm putting Ohio State in. I'm leaving Clemson out. Okay. They have... They throttled Wake. They did. 
But before that, there has been some chippy moments, A&M, and of course, a couple weeks ago yeah. in the, the comeback against Syracuse. So because of that, Clemson out, Ohio State in. Bama. I'm going the same. Bama, Georgia, Notre Dame, Ohio State. I mean, you have to give Ohio State credit mm-hmm. for the at Penn State. Mm-hmm. Um, and then following it up this week, I know that, you know, I get it, you know, uh, you know, lesser opponent and all that kind of thing, but that's a natural letdown game and started slow and coming off an emotional win. You have to give them credit. Uh, Notre Dame, I mean, what are you going to say? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> the, Ian Brooke makes all the difference on that team. It's they crazy. might still be undefeated, but they wouldn't have the outlook they do with uh, Ian Brooke under center. I, I'm with you. Guys, they had to beat the uh, Wake Forest, Stanford, Virginia Tech, that trio. They did all convincingly. I'm going to go a little different. Alabama clearly won. I'll put Notre Dame 2, uh, Georgia 3, and Ohio State 4. All of us have Clemson on the outside looking in. be a pretty fun semifinal round, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'll say. Alabama, Ohio State on one side, Notre Dame, Georgia on the other. I'd take that right now. I'm with I'd you. Take- Give me a one-loss team, because we've got undefeated teams that are that we're leaving out of this right now. What Most probable one-loss team, I mean, there's going to be carnage, at least we think there will be. Bama, you're one-loss team that's still very much alive. Uh, it's going to be the loser of Alabama, Georgia, in the SEC championship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, listen, I know it sounds corny, but both those teams, yeah. I think they get there 12-0. and And if it's a close game, which you think it would be, uh, I don't know how you're going to leave yeah. one of them out. Notre Dame is is going to throw a monkey in that wrench, if you will, a little bit. But here's the thing with Notre Dame. Their, set, their schedule is softening up so yep. much yep. that if they trip up, they're not getting in as a one loss. They nope. have to run the table, I yep. think. And they're not going to have that 13th data point. That's oh. another thing. Critical. That it's the game. Critical. Yep. Trent? Michigan. Mm-hmm. Under the radar. Didn't play well two weeks ago, but mm-hmm. the schedule sets up for them. They get Wisconsin at home coming mm-hmm. up this week. Where do they get the, uh, the Ohio State? State's a, Penn is, State's at home, and then at the end of the season, it is go to at Ohio shoe, State. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, that is a game that we've seen plenty of times mm-hmm. in the past. They're positioned with one loss to make a run here, and with the one loss being Notre Dame, looks better than a lot of seasons sometimes it would. So mm-hmm. I think Michigan's in good shape. They just have to obviously win out. Yeah, I, I like your Michigan. Bama's got the answer. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's Georgia. It's kind of a. Uh, I don't like the question anymore. I'll take it off the list going forward <laughs> because I think that's the right answer, Bama. Uh, I was going to make a case for either Penn State or Michigan. Uh, Trent's Michigan point on Notre Dame well taken. Penn State, Ohio State. If Ohio State's in, it was a one point loss. Uh, but the answer is Georgia. I'm with you. Boys, we're out of time. We'll do this again on Friday. We'll take a look at a pack of games uh, coming up this weekend. Thank you, Bama Bob. Enjoy the week. We will talk to you on Friday. All right, guys. Always enjoy it. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you, Bama Bob. Trent and I going around college football. You can fama, uh, You can follow Bama is what I tried to say on Twitter, at Bama Bob, at Bama Bob on Twitter. All right, let's do some stuff here before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. You and Jimmy B today have what planned? Four to six? Uh, Steve Batterson's going to be stopping by. We'll talk some Hawkeyes with him. Pete Mundo on the Cyclones and the Big 12 coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. And Wolfgang will be by in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll talk with him and uh, get ready for some... Some news coming up in the next few days. 12.45 tomorrow, where you have a new afternoon show that's going to be hitting these airwaves one week from today. We'll tell you about all the changes, or uh, not all of them, but a good portion of the changes uh, that are happening on this radio station, on this radio signal tomorrow. We'll do that at 12.45 as 
the local footprint is expanding as far as local sports talk radio in this market. 12.45, we get to uh, make that announcement tomorrow. Hope you can join us for that. Uh, Monday Life Football, do you have an opinion? I would grab the points if I had to make it. Six? Yeah, six, six and a half sometimes. Are, I like are this game tonight, there. Trent. I do yeah, like this I do game. too. And the skins could take control. Trent, it's a huge the opportunity NFC's. for them. Really huge. But New Orleans. Drew Monday Brees night going for the record. Yeah. Going to be points. you got to score to keep up. I'm with you. Uh, what about Red Sox-Yankees? i just compelled by it. Just yeah. it's so good. Severino. Friday night's game was spectacular. I, I told you you wanted it. At first, you didn't want it, but yeah, I know. you're right. happy it's, you have it, right? Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's for sports fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're glad we have it. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We're glad you have you guys listening to us. We certainly appreciate it, and gals. Uh, join us tomorrow. Big announcement, 1245. We'll let you know about the new afternoon drive show coming to 1700, as well as some other local changes, expanded footprint as far as local sports talk radio here at 1700. It starts a week from today. We'll tell you what it is tomorrow at 12.45. Jimmy B and TC get you home from 4 until 6. Trent and I are back tomorrow at noon. We appreciate you being here uh, on the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you. 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358. 
515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Irvingdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Irvingdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Irvingdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown! Absolute Auto Repair. There's no room for quitters on a job site, not on the crew and not in the toolbox. When a job gets tough, I respond with force. My Master Force tools deliver power, performance, and durability that doesn't quit. Tools like my 20-volt cordless hammer drill. The brushless motor technology in that drill gives me up to 30% more power and one and a half times the battery life. Professionals need tools they can rely on. Master Force tools, available at Menards. Individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, U.S. Tax Shield can help you take back control. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Our team of tax attorneys can stop collections and get you protected. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the BBB, so call 800-466-9625. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-466-9625. I'm Jim Cook, brewer of Sam Adams. We live in a fast food culture. Big brewers make faster beer. At Sam Adams, we brew slow beer. Each batch of Boston lager takes more than a month. Costs more, but slow beer tastes better. The Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save the flavor responsibly. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer.